You're listening to episode 94 on When the Unexpected Happens with Dodie Osteen and Lisa Osteen Comas. Welcome to Better. I'm April Simons, and you're listening to the podcast that is all about being better in every aspect of your life. Every week, you'll be inspired to live to your fullest potential. If you want to think better, live better, have a better outlook on life, and be better today than you were yesterday, then keep listening. This podcast is just for you. You know, I think we can all agree that life can take us to some unexpected places. I mean, sometimes life throws us a curveball and knocks us off of our feet. Things happen that we never dreamed would happen in our lives. I mean, I know just this morning, I was at a funeral of an amazing man who had an incredible family. Y'all, the last time I saw him, he was filled with life. He was happy, living his best life. And then the unexpected happened. An illness came and took his life. You know, life can knock us off of our feet, but we have to know what to do, how to get back up, how to get back going in life. And today, I'm excited to have my mom share an up-close and personal story of what she did when the unexpected happened in her life. Let's listen in. Today, in this episode, we're going to talk about three things. What to do when the unexpected happens. Secondly, what to do when nothing seems to work. Amen to that one. And thirdly, what to do when a dream does. And I think we can all relate to that. And so today, not that we have all the answers or we're the experts, but we've all experienced life. And I know of specific events that have happened in Mama's and Lisa's and my life, of course. And so I just thought we'd share some things with you to do today that maybe could help you. And I want to start by asking Mama this. And, and this is a question that at the end of what she talks about, maybe she, she can answer what to do when the unexpected happens. And Mama, we all know that you and Daddy were married 44 years. How much? Four months. Three months. Three, how many? Well, y'all are married a long time. 44 months. Wait, it was 44 years, four months, and six days. Okay, you got it. And so anyway, y'all had a great life. You started Lakewood Church. Why don't you just give us some behind the scenes and then take us up to the date of January 24th, 1999, and then after that. Okay. Well, I think it was January 23rd. It was? 1999. So Daddy and I married when I was 22. I just turned 22. And we, he had been divorced. And I knew that he had a son and I was prepared for that. I was just out of nursing school. I didn't know a thing in the world about being a pastor's wife, but I loved him and he loved me. And he thought he may never have a life again as a minister, but God just worked it out because he was such a compassionate man, such a good man. And so I just loved him. I didn't know what to do. And I remember him calling on me, uh, to make announcements one time and I shook so much. It was pitiful. I mean, I got up there and read that and I shook like this. I didn't know how to be a pastor's wife, but but I loved him. And I thought, well, all I can do then is love the people. I don't play piano. I don't do anything that a pastor's wife is supposed to do. I'm used to taking care of sick people because I'd have been in nursing school. 
And so I just decided that I would just love him. And you know, that's what I did. And we did, we loved each other. And he was such a good man. And I depended on him all these years because I mean, we 44 years is a long time to have somebody to depend on. And then we had these five wonderful children and, and we just had such a good life. <laughs> you want me to say you're my favorite? I know you want me to say that. Okay. That's what she's put on my phone, April, my favorite. Everybody says that. But anyway, all of your favorites to me. But anyway, he was a good man, and he traveled a lot, and I stayed on with the children a lot. And one time, 37 days right at Christmas time. But, you know, we had a good life, and everything went well most of the time. He was sick some of the time. I knew he had hypertension. But we just did the best that we could. And I knew that in 1981, when I had cancer of the liver, that it was hard on him. It was hard on all of you. It's hard on you. But God helped us through all those things. And then when they told him he needed a bypass surgery in 81, or no, 80, 87, mm-hmm. he uh, decided that he was just going to pray and wait on God. So we did. But he was sick a lot of the time. But as Joel said in, in his service this weekend, even though he was sick, he preached. Joel would come by and pick him up early on Sunday mornings and bring him to church and help him get ready for the service and all. And he would feel bad. Daddy felt bad. But he always said, Joel said, Daddy, you want me to find somebody else to preach? And he said, no. He said, I'll preach. He just always did it, April. Mm-hmm. He had that go spirit. He just had to do what Jesus told him to do. Things happened in life. I mean, things happen with people that you don't expect. People, things happen. Two of our children went through divorces, and they don't mind me saying that because they tell about it too. I didn't expect that. Daddy didn't expect that either, but we just kept on going. But then toward the end of his life, he, he went to heaven at, in January of 1999. Uh, he, he just began to get worse and worse, and things began to get worse. He had a ministry that would... He was so loved by people all over the world. I mean, a compassionate man, and he never saw anything bad with wrong with people. You know, he just always said about the church, this is a place where we love people. Mm-hmm. We help them. We don't care where they've been, you know, where they've, what they've come through. We help them. And that's what he did all of his life. And so when, then when he got worse, then I really had a lot to take care of. All the children were gone then and married, and everybody had children, I think. No, you didn't have children then, but, uh, or did mm-hmm. you? Yeah, did you, you did, you did. Uh, yeah, I think Joel didn't have his little girl then or something, and I think mm-hmm. Alexander wasn't born then. But anyway, he uh, went to heaven in 1999, and that was a hard time for me because I had the whole church on my shoulders. You know, all the children were gone and married, and um I just uh, thought, well, can I do all this? But, you know, God just helped me. I just found out how strong I was. I mean, I was a little girl that had polio when I was just uh, a year and a half old. But still, I just kept on going. And, and we got people to help us at the church. And then Joel took over. But it was amazing how God can help you when you don't expect it. Now, during this pandemic, a lot of things have happened to people that they haven't expected. But I can see how they've just come through it with the help of God. So I would suggest to you that if you don't know Jesus, the first thing you do is to find him as your, your savior. And then the Bible says that people perish for the, the lack of knowledge. And so 
you don't know how to depend on God if you don't have knowledge on his word. So find out the place where it's written and find out what God can do for you in the time of death, in the time of cancer, in the time of a child that goes um, haywire on drugs or something, or somebody kills themselves or something. Just find the place where it's written and God will always help you through it. Here I am going to be 87 years old in just a few days and God's helped me so much. And, and I just still need his help every day. All of us do every day now, especially during the pandemic and God will just help you. So whatever you need from him, just depend on him. And remember he's right there as close as the very breath that you breathe. And he always will hold your hand. Uh, let me take hold of your right hand. Sometimes I lift my hand up in the middle of the night and say, Jesus, I need you to take hold of my hand. He's always there for you. Yeah. He won't ever let loose of your hand. He never sleeps. So there's no need in us leaving sleep, losing sleep. So I just want to encourage you to ask Jesus, and he will always be there to help you. And he is a good helper. Yeah, that's good. And, you know, the, the unexpected happened in your life. And, you know, some people think, or some people probably feel when their spouse dies or something tragic like that happens, they lose a son or daughter, which I can't even imagine that, you know, life might be over a little bit, but you are such a good example, a great example of life going on. And it was hard. It was heartache. It was sad for all of us. But one thing I can say about mama, and I know Lisa can agree, is that she just kept going. It doesn't mean she didn't feel, but she kept going through it all. You got to you gotta keep going, keep plowing through, even during the hard times. I want to I sidestep for just a minute, mama, because you and I were on Joni Table Talk. And one time, a long time ago, I think probably um, nine years ago, and I'm on there with Joni all the time, but you were a guest and you said something that you said right at the beginning of this, you said, daddy went through a divorce. Well, my friend Dorothy, who y'all know very well, was watching that time. This is before she was my friend. She was watching you talk about daddy going through a divorce and she had gone through a hard time and she'd been through a divorce, uh, through a divorce has two great kids or grown men now, but she, she said, when you said that, you know, that was an unexpected thing that happened in daddy's life, but something clicked on the inside of her and said this, if, if God can use him and God can use them, then maybe God can use me. And, and she told me that that was a turning point. That's like an epiphany that happened in her life. And so it's funny because when you said that, I remembered all that. And some of you may be watching and you've gone through these hard times and, you know, that's definitely an unexpected thing, but God doesn't give you plan B or plan C or plan D. He still has plan A for your life. And it's still an amazing future, an amazing destiny. So as, as mama says, mama, if you could just say something else to those people right now, or maybe even say a prayer for those people that are going through those, those times where, man, their world seems to be falling apart. You know, April, sometimes people don't talk about divorce, but that's one thing that daddy, we really didn't talk about it a lot when he was alive, but that's something that he would tell people, you know, and, and you, there is a future you can go on and maybe God will give you somebody even better. You know, you, you just have to keep on trusting God. Father, I pray for those who are going through divorce and think maybe that their life is over and they've even thought about suicide. And I say, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, I rebuke that thought of suicide and I command it to leave them. And I say, go from them 
in Jesus' name. Now, Father, help them to live that they do have, to know that they do have a future, Father, and they will keep on going and they will be their very best for you and even maybe be better for you, my Father, because they might have been hindered by the person that they were living with. And Jesus, for those who have children that have gone the wrong direction, we call them home, Father. Those who have cancer, those who have heart disease, those who have COVID, whoever, we pray healing for them. Healing come, recovery come quickly in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Now, Father, you help us all that we will love people, Father, that people we will see Jesus in our eyes, Father. They will see, Father, that you're there in us to help them, Father. And I pray that you will bless them. Anybody that has problems, Father, help them to know that they can reach up and take hold of your hands and you will hold it and you will never, ever let it go in the name that's above every name, that of Jesus of Nazareth. Amen. Yeah, that's good.